What's up, everyone? This is Press X to Start Podcast, Season 5, Episode 28. Press X to Start Podcast is an audio and video podcast seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an underserved and protective point of view. Restorative justice for the underrepresented programmers, developers, and consumers. I am your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Android. A.k.a. Did you know Master P? I'm not sure. Sean, you might know where I'm going with this. Master P has his own wrestling league called House of Glory. I don't listen to rap music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I read it at you. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that. I was just like, oh, OK. And then what blew me away is Stevie J and Little Scrappy are the current <laughs> champions of this <laughs> wrestling league. Now, my question, if, you know, this um, wrestling league curated by rappers, are there, like, hip-hop-themed events? Like, Battle of the Littles? Like, Little Bow Wow versus... Well, he's not Bow Wow or whatever his name was. Um, you asking you asking a lot of questions, and I have no answers for you. I mean, they gotta just try harder. If that's not the case, they need to try harder. Terrible. <laughs> I am Sean M.F. Ross. What the MF stand for? My bad DJ for fucking up your wall and spraying <laughs> water everywhere trying to mount your TV. Uh, hey, I, I the am... The MF is I'm, silent. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad uh, that you were the one to do it because you have the capability and tools to fix it because if that was me, I'd have been like, well, I'm guessing get a new house now. <laughs> so... What what happened was I had asked uh, Sean for assistance in mounting our new TV, uh, the TV that he had suggested that we get after I told you guys we get a new TV, blah, blah, blah. So he was uh, doing his thing, doing his construction thing, and he was drilling into a stud, but... Well, what I thought was a stud. <laughs> and it happened to be a water line. And like, literally like, he finally got through and water... <laughs> it was the sprinkler system uh water yeah so that just became a whole thing but then so Mm. after he fixed it last night um i noticed oh there was there was still some leaking turns out there was a completely separate thing that was leaking and this thing was leaking since we bought the house wow any damage any molding and shit like that no, no so it's been dripping slow enough to where there is no mold but it's okay yes, so, they were so. Mm-hmm. and we we were told that that sound was just the pipes expanding and contracting or something like that and we're just like all right, all right. yeah so no. thanks so, sean for being here because this would have been a disaster <laughs> yeah so question just to- um how, how's that yelp review looking <laughs> luckily i don't have a business <laughs> <laughs> oh man hilarious but yeah who else is here it's your boy jordan aka jx spot aka the bantamweight champion oh excuse me and that kind of sounds like know, batman gonna... by the way i'll, I'll, just, I'll just go with that the ban- bantamweight champion ufc okay Oh, you you got some more uh, UFC uh, stuff to talk I about do. later. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And then last up, hi, my name is Avery. <laughs> What's up, Avery? <laughs> if you can't, well, if you're not watching uh, this podcast, and you are obviously missing out because my man Avery is smoother than a baby's butt right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why we have to draw attention to that. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to live my life, and you just put me on the spot like this. Uh, DJ, he was just trying to get away with it. The podcast <laughs> formerly known as Avery. I can call myself Harold if you off, Joe. Harold. Hi, my name is Harold Williams. <laughs> Harold. Oh, man. With that being said, that is who we have for this cast. And let's get into what. Oh, actually, actually, uh, let's do some housekeeping. Yeah, we're we're also going to do this backwards, but let's do some housekeeping first. Um, You know, I say it again, say it all the time. We have this Palestine charity drive. So make sure you go to pressx2start.com slash Palestine. Donate because that's a good thing to do. Um, 
we don't have any real rambles available so what you can do is go to our youtube channel and see what we have there because we have something special just for you it's all of our content and video now with that being said normally we jump into what we've been playing but today we're going to do like what we did last podcast we're going to go straight to the heavy hitters because activision continues to fuck it up all right uh heavy hitter number one dj take it away i think that's what i do yeah no that's for quick whatever uh, number one, this comes from CNN Business. Activision Blizzard employees signed petition denouncing company's abhorrent response to lawsuit. So if you remember, um, the the big wigs at Activision said, you know, they're they're listening and you can come and uh, talk to us and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out ways and X, Y, and Z. But of course, that's usually a thing that they do to keep you know, all this stuff in-house versus it leaking and becoming a bigger issue. Uh, so basically the petition, which was circulated Monday, I guess last Monday, if you hear this, criticized the company's statements following a lawsuit filed last week by California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which alleged that multiple female employees were subjected to gender discrimination, sexual harassment, and unequal pay. The complaint also alleges that the company's executives and human resource personnel knew of the harassment and failed to take reasonable steps to prevent the unlawful conduct and instead retaliated against women who complained. So, damn, son. Yeah. So, like, it's just, it's toxic from the top and it just kind of filters down where people become enablers or just complicit to the, the crap that happens. Um, in terms of what to talk about, it, Again, this is just this is just all crap. This is, we're only going to see real change if the people who are a problem and the people around them are removed from the company and not just quote unquote trained to be better. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people are expecting, and that's what people well, want. Because I think people can change, but you have to want to change. You have to actually have a come to Jesus moment. That's true. I, that's the, the go ahead. You gonna say something, Jordan? The HR departments across all organizations, be it public or private, have responsibility for the safety of their employees. Not just benefits, not just you know after work, um, after employment type services. During the work that they do, they have to feel safe, either physically, mentally, or emotionally nowadays, and. This kind of goes into the DEI conversation, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm. Um, these companies have, or at least a company of, of Activision size, would have the ability to train up their HR department to deliver training courses on how to teach people not to be sexual predators. Because sometimes it's literally that. Like, sometimes some people just don't know. Yeah. Like, people are going into these jobs not knowing Things that you'd that, imagine. Hey, that's some creepy shit. Don't say that. Yeah, like they, right. they just don't know. And they and if it's not a part of the onboarding portion, then this is where you end up. And, you know, there's nothing wrong about what Sean said. Like people can learn, but for the time being, there needs to be clear repercussions to send a message to other employees that we're not going to stand for this. And also, Activision is a billion-dollar company with a shitty HR, which is very embarrassing. Yeah. A word to our listeners and viewers. If you are part of the HR industry and you are doing a sexual harassment training and someone in your class or whatever is taking notes, is taking note like diligently taking notes, watch that person. Watch that person. If someone goes to your HR class and they still do it, we got to evaluate the HR people, too. You know, I'm like, or or at least our content, you know, That's or right. either yeah. if they're even doing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, real quick, there was another thing that was um, released a uh, more statement. We're not going to go into it fully because it, it could be slightly triggering, but um, mm-hmm. essentially, there was an incident with one of the Activision or Blizzard people where there was this lady who had a shirt that said penetration because she was a part of a firm that test. Uh, uh, internet, IT uh, security. security, IT security, yeah, yeah, cyber security, right. And someone made the crude joke about penetration and her being a woman, and it was just horrible. And of course, you know, had a job pair. Just... That boy is wild. Yeah, yeah, that's a viable offense. <laughs> yes, yeah, and you know, it's it's at a job fair, so there's plenty of people who probably heard that and you know did nothing. So, right. Terrible. Complicity, uh, complicit, the environment, he felt comfortable doing it, so it's like, 
when you create that culture, yep. I mean, like, it's the managers, it's the supervisors. It's not just the entry-level individuals, like, yeah. out on these floors. Yep. It is, like, top-down toxicity, which is a purging needs to occur within an organization. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You're, that, that's absolutely what it is. Like, it's, it's just filth <laughs> from the top and the sides, and, you know, you, you get infected. Um... Number two, this comes from Kotaku, a.k.a. Kotaku. What up, Cam? Uh, some gaming websites... Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, he still does it. <laughs> some gaming websites, comma, YouTube channels hold coverage of Activision Blizzard games, which they should. So following trouble allegations regarding the work environments at Ubisoft and Activision Blizzard, several gaming outlets have opted to halt coverage of any game released by the mega publishers. On Friday, Prima Games, best known for producing comprehensive strategy guides and walkthrough for games, big and small, indefinitely suspended coverage of game published they by... They still exist? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, yeah, so they're not going to cover uh, games published by Ubisoft or Activision Blizzard. Uh, in a statement from Prima Games staff, what this means is that all past coverage of properties of these companies published on our site prior to the statement being made, including our games, will remain, but no new coverage will be written until these companies do more to enact meaningful change. So this is... A I'd imagine this could be like what DLCs related to the Assassin's Creed games. This could be Far Cry coming out. Right. Um, yeah, there's still content out there I imagine they provide services for as a third party. Yeah, and, and you got to imagine, mm -hmm. too, like this is also... You know, I'm pretty sure this is projects they're working on right now. Currently, they're stopping and they're just not going to put it out. So, well, it depends if my understanding of this stuff works, mm -hmm. unless they have a prior business relationship with both the companies Activision and Ubisoft, then that would be the only way they would get pre-code before the game comes out to start doing any of the content that they're working on. Mm -hmm. Odds are mm -hmm. that they're not. So this is one of those interesting conversations when like you get to bigger outlets like Prima, where what is their business relationship with these organizations? If mm. they if they don't have a prior business relationship with this organization, then it is it's super easy. We don't have to cover you. It's it's water off our back. Right. But if they do have a business relationship, that is a more interesting conversation right there. That is a conversation of we actively do not want to as a capitalist business do not want to support you in your endeavors right now. You're right, Avery. Like um. Yeah, it, it will be interesting to see what is put out. I mean, it's kind of, it, it, it will be interesting to see what Prima Games put out. But, you know, me personally, I also just don't go to Prima for stuff. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know. Well, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in what Prima's current market share in an era where I get game types yeah. is a thing and every organization in the world now does game help in some shape or form and then right. physical books are no longer a thing that people care about anymore like I live, mm -hmm. I, I live in a vicinity of Laurel and there used to be a books a million in that mm -hmm. shopping complex it's gone now which mm -hmm. is telling you more and more how how less and less physical media books is coming out I'm sure that they pivoted to a and this is just me going off the top of the head pivoted to a digital marketplace where they now just all their work goes on like a database online that they can show off to people but like yeah. we're already in an age where game help isn't as helpful as you want it to be right you also have like youtube walkthroughs you know yeah everybody's doing yeah yeah the game yeah. uh youtube channels and like oftentimes it's just like you want to just do a control f find what word were to take you directly where you're going versus like scrolling through page after page to get to where you the thing that you need yeah from what it looks like prima has become sort of a mini IGN. Mm. yeah yeah i just jumped on their website yeah yeah, yeah. I totally get that yeah um and you know this is having ripple effects just across all the major platforms in terms of you know what they want to do going forward how they want to talk about activision blizzard even ubisoft and just you know what content do they show because i think we had i'm not sure if we had a conversation on or off air but we about did. the whole like streaming thing yeah we, we did. did okay, and, okay, and, okay. Uh, yeah my thing was if these games are your uh, bread and butter. Like your bread and butter and their mm -hmm. income then it's unfair for me to expect you to just give up cold turkey and then still live your life right. and support yeah. this cause all i ask is that while you're doing this thing to just make sure people are aware hey this is a thing going on and that yeah. you all yeah. should be aware of or or point people towards those you yes. know non that can help address this issue 
You yeah. know, like, hey, you know, donate to this shelter over here, this woman's space. Yeah, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And that's like, that's pretty much the best you can do while still maintaining your cash flow, essentially. Yeah. 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 Or say a, a portion of, of the subs or, you know, the stars given will go to this charity. Charity or something. Yeah. Because yeah. one of those things where, like, I've, I've, I've paid more and more attention to streaming as a culture. Literally one week of just not streaming your quote-unquote main game will pretty much destroy your channel. Mm. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So Even he, Ninja? Uh, he's too big. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We hate him. We hate Ninja. We don't mm. like the guy. Why? I'm fine with him. Uh, no. I no. He know. uses the N-word at times. So, you know. Yeah. I mean... I'm joking. I'm going to go ahead. I I have issues with Ninja that don't translate to his awkward use of the N word on stream, uh, but I get what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh. Well. Um. You know. Activision. Do better. Ubisoft. Do better. Blizzard. Do better. It's one of those things where. Gamers do better. Seriously, though. Yeah, for real, though. Like, like, for real, though. That's, that's a fine thing to say compared to where we were seven years ago during Gamergate. Yeah, yeah, moved a fucking inch. Get out of my face with that. Get out of here. Yeah. Nope. Didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I moved an inch since then. <sighs> Unfortunately. All right. Well, um, we'll move on. We'll move on. Before we move on, we have a word from our sponsors, which is us. Press is our TV, which is our YouTube channel. Make sure you go there and watch our videos and have fun. Laugh joke and comment and then like and share and subscribe and you know go outside and help someone you know just mm. do a nice thing you can, you, you, can, you can smash that bell smash that yes that's what you should do yes yes subscribe smash that like button so with that being said church bells sponsor us hey everybody have you been enjoying this episode so far would you like to make sure you keep getting the best last news reviews and all things video games? Then we need your help. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. And if you have, share with your friends, your family, frenemies, people down the street. Every little bit helps. To see what we're up to throughout the week, follow us on either Facebook and Instagram at PressX2 Start, on Twitter at PressX2S, and on YouTube at pressx to start tv If you've done this, many thanks. You're one of the good ones. And we're back. Uh, now it is time for the quick hits. <laughs> Number one, this comes from IGN. Horizon Forbidden West delayed to 2022, according to new reports. Um, now, Next year is about to be fire. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of bangers. A lot of bangers. And, you know, uh, I think it was Jim Ryan who was talking to... IGN or someone and he's he was making it clear that you know um Horizon may or may not make it this no, year. No, it was Herman it was Herman Holtz. Herman Holtz. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he he made it clear that Horizon may or may not come out this year and they're really trying to, you know, protect the the mental health of the employees and they don't want to really crunch to get this game out if it doesn't need to be and they decided, you know, next year. So good on him. We'll see it next year when it's in a better position, obviously, than it is right now or would be this fall. So there's that. Number two, um, this comes from Eurogamer. Kenna Bridge Spirits is also following suit and it will be releasing in September instead of August. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So this actually works for me because this was going to launch, I think, four days after the God of, or God of War, the Ghost of Tsushima expansion. Yeah. So this gives me plenty of time to play this game or play that game. And then later on, I can play this. And then after that, I can play Riders Republic. And then after that, I can play. I can play more Gundam. Trash. <laughs> Gundam. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> number three. This comes from Polygon. Call of Duty, The Last of Us, and PlayStation veterans form a new independent AAA studio. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This is good on them. Although I, I'm pretty sure they're kind of looking at the uh, Infinity War people, kind of sideways a little bit just you know yeah we'll see how this goes because apparently all the good people left infinity ward and made respawn so uh we'll see how this works out 
That's also a solid point. <laughs> so, a team of veteran game developers who previously worked on a variety of uh, wor- worked at a variety of companies, including Infinity Ward and Naughty Dog, announced the creation of That's No Moon. Uh, Jordan, do you know where That's No Moon is from? No, it's, it's Star a Star Wars. Wars re- oh, okay, Avery got it. Star Wars yeah. reference. I upset DJ this morning when I said all I had ever watched was a. Uh... The Phantom Menace and <laughs> The Force Awakens. <laughs> I'm a little upset by that. Just only a little. <laughs> <laughs> I generally have fun. I generally only have fun with one of those movies. I'm not gonna say which. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Phantom Menace. Oh yeah. I, I enjoy Phantom Menace more than I enjoy Force Awakens. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Phantom, this is a podcast and a podcast I get a brief rant about Star Wars. Regardless <laughs> of the quality of that movie, it has Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's fucking fantastic. Darth Maul is sick as shit. And uh, Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn is one of my favorite Star Wars characters of all time. So like, there's enough in that movie that I can like that I can ignore the parts of it that I don't like. I find Force Awakens kind of boring. Moving on. Continue uh, okay, okay. I will hold my tongue. <laughs> Everyone is entitled in this country to believe in whatever religion they choose to believe in. Press X to start a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you've unlocked the side quest. But no, there's not the, there's there's nothing that wrong with what Avery said. I mean I somewhat some of the same sentiments. Okay, okay. Well, uh that's no moon is partnering with Smilegate, the studio behind the multiplayer Crossfire franchise, which is Crossfire, you'll get caught up in the <laughs> It won't be as cool as that Crossfire, unfortunately. Nah. Oh, that'd be cool. They need to make a game out of that. Uh, which provided a hundred million dollars for its startup and first yeah, that's project. Crazy, yo. So yeah, there is We'll see something from them in what two years? That sounds like they're gonna monetize the fuck out of this game. They need that money back ASAP. Yeah, it might be a thing that happens. Horse armor all around. (laughs) All right, number four. This comes from Tweak Town. I love that name. Uh, Billion dollar monetization giant EA shifts towards single player games. I believe it when I see it. Right. Yeah. EA's new change of heart was originally sparked by Jedi Fallen Order success. And its tumultuous Star Wars games release slate is the clearest example of the business shift. Sadly, this uh, paradigm shift wasn't enough to save the original Star Wars project. EA has canceled a number of Star Wars games before Jedi Fallen Order, namely Visceral's games Ambitious Project Ragtag, a perspective-shifting bounty hunter game described as Uncharted meets Star Wars. And because of like shifts like this is why Disney is, you know, having like that Lucas Interactive, they've restarted gaming studio under Lucas Interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can have like other publishers and not have all their shit in mm-hmm. EA's bucket, which was kind of how it was at the beginning. Because they're like, oh, DICE knows how to make shooters. Here's Battlefront. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, I don't know if they had any type of education on what Respawn was before Jedi Fallen Order, but they were not. A third-person action adventure developer, and um, it shows. And it's mm. like, you know, they're just trying to make sure they have a diversified, you know, portfolio of publishers. At least Disney is. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I I truly love Jedi Fallen Order. They're, they're saying they want to make a Fallen Order too, and you know, we'll see what other third, you know, story-based Star Wars games can occur. But some can be in first person too. They'll have to be in third yeah. person. I will say, although I left uh, Jedi Fallen Order not in a, a great place, I think with them, if they are able to make a sequel, I would be more inclined to try that because I think they were on to something. I just, me personally, there was a couple of things gameplay-wise I just didn't jive with. And I think if they make tweaks and whatever, like whatever improvements that you know games normally make, I, I'd probably enjoy a sequel. I remember during the development of it, the studio head of Respawn was like, yeah, nothing to do with this. They weren't even in the room. <laughs> like just separating himself from, from EA. He's like, nope. They didn't, they didn't touch it. Oh my gosh. All right. Number five. This comes from Dual Shockers. Sources. Battlefield 2042 season pass content will be the most extensive in series history. So, an insider claims each season. So, season one is specialist season. No, wait. Oh, this is a list. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. In this new season, there will be uh, more specialists to get. There'll be new maps. There'll be 
portal maps? I don't even. What is that? Remember the portal? Oh, game the older maps. Gotcha, gotcha. Redone, right. remastered. Gotcha. And then a hazard zone update, which is supposed to be story driven content. Uh, six to eight new weapons for each mode. Two to three new vehicles for each mode. And a hundred season tiers will be added. That's, that's a, a little that's, too much. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of weapon balancing and stuff. Six to eight new weapons, yeah. Well, like these tiers, these season tiers, they're probably going to be what? Skins? Skins, weapons, skins, skins is for it? your little little dash thing, your little profile. Yeah, season tiers mm-hmm. is like a, like a battle pass, right? It's just... Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So apart from the confirmation that a season pass will last roughly three months, uh, and one new specialist coming to the game per season, DICE hasn't commented on any further details with its post-launch content. So wait, Battlefield has, has specialists? I mean, this I new well, yes, 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 oh. kind of. Um, if you remember, Jordan, you remember in Battlefield yeah. 4, like a specialist just, not like Call of Duty, but a specialist probably is like a mechanic or something, and you had certain tools available to you, or you're a sniper. Unique to that or, and infantrymen oh. so call it a class instead of a specialist oh gotcha 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 granted granted we don't know if they're going to switch it up for this battlefield so right. they're saying that the, the wingsuit mechanic may be assigned to one particular specialist class in the same way the grappling hook will be so like it's gotcha. not going to be so much oh this one can drop medic kits this one can drop ammo they're going to have like this weird verticality assignment uh to these classes all right, all right, cool, cool. Uh, I will, uh, I will most likely be trying this out, especially with the uh, Activision, you know, being crap. Uh, number six. This comes from ComicBook.com. A bad end teaser leaves Metal Gear Solid fans with questions. All right, so they literally was like, "Oh no, we're sorry for this. We're working hard on this game. We promise it has nothing to do with Metal Gear." And then they put this out. It wasn't Metal Gear. They specifically said we had nothing to do with Kojima or Silent Hill or Konami. Ah, so developer Blue Box Game Studio shares another teaser for its upcoming <laughs> PS5 game on Tuesday to hype the game's app that's releasing next month. Obscured in the background of the image, however, is a character wearing an eye patch that has Metal Gear Solid fans asking questions. Many people had convinced themselves <laughs> that this new game was not only a Kojima project, but was actually a new Silent Hill game being teased under a different title. The developer's statement that it has no association with, with Hideo Kojima did little to dissuade those sorts of theories. Are they sure it wasn't Fetty Wap or that dude from Immature? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this country for the last few not not few months but probably half a year has been dealing with various types of conspiracy theory uh be it aliens be it you know conspiracy associated coronavirus oh my god i dug a little deeper into the kojima sect within twitter fucking committed man like we're talking deep holes here i'm like damn all because of blurry image all right it is you're a good storyteller my guy it's one of those things where it's just like this just has to be a Metal Gear game of some sort. This has to be a, a, a Konami partnership that they're just holding off because you can't pull yourself out of the hole and then just dive deeper into the hole. Because when this game comes out, <laughs> if it's not what people are saying is at this point, mm-hmm. no one's going to support this game. You know what? You know what? I think here's a conspiracy theory. I think CD Projekt Red is actually supporting this title because they are trying <laughs> to do anything they can to have something replace everyone's annoyance and pain with, with Cyberpunk. So that's what I think this is. Boom. All right. Yeah. Well, you you going to say something, Avery? No. Yeah. No, no. You just better. <laughs> All right. Number seven. This comes from The Verge. Uh, Halo Infinite's first multiplayer beta begins on July 29th. The beta will run until Sunday, August... Oh, that's today. Today, so basically this week. <laughs> Offering a short chance for those invited to test Halo Infinite's multiplayer aspects. Uh, it's the first of many technical previews for Halo Infinite as Microsoft prepares to launch the free multiplayer game mode later this year. So earlier this week, I believe, they released about 9 to 10 minutes of like multiplayer footage from... Uh, at least from what I saw was like uh, a Halo 
the professional person. It was like a developer walkthrough. No, it wasn't. Like a, it wasn't a walkthrough. It wasn't a developer? At least, oh. at least what I saw was more so uh, like a person who was good at Halo playing Halo. Playing okay. The, the yeah mm. yeah. It so. I'm at a weird place because I, I I I used to enjoy Halo. Yeah, I used to enjoy Halo. I thought it was a really good game, but I watching this, it kind of feels like I I I get all the the nostalgic pangs of oh this is halo yeah i remember this i remember that but in the context of games like apex call of duty this uh fall will be battlefield there's mm-hmm. another there's another first person shooter in there that i just don't remember i think crossfire is still slated but we'll see if that comes out okay yeah but it's 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 the same but different because it's fantasy but it's also like sci-fi military stuff whatever and it it yeah it i don't it it felt kind of like a little slower than it so what you're saying is it's halo but it's combat didn't evolve (laughs) big brain over there oh my gosh open up your third eye my brother (laughs) all right i guess i will open my (laughs) (laughs) not your third leg nigga Press X unfiltered. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, um, again, it's going to be free. So when it drops, people will be on it just for the fact that it's it game pass free and it's a thing to do. So, yeah, I, I just I just truly wonder, you know, like and to your point, like how its identity is still retained because people still want to have like the original trilogy. But mm-hmm. I remind folks that Halo 3 came out literally the same fall as Call of Duty 4. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare really pushed things. And wow. then in Halo Reach was the first time they introduced sprinting in that game. And it's been sprinting in these games ever since. So trying to oh. find like, a good balance of the original zest of the Halo trilogy while yeah. still making your own way after the success of Bungie, that's what you know 343 was tasked with. That's a good point, yeah. I watched two videos. I watched a pro Halo player play the flight, which was interesting and kind of boring because like it was just bots, so I didn't really find it that much interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched... He was fighting bots? I think we are watching yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, all of them were fighting bots. All, all of them were fighting bots. There was no actual PvP. Mm-hmm. Oh. Everyone was just playing bots. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I watched some, like, sort of tactical breakdowns after the fact from, like, a, a sort of, like, Halo enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. And I think the most... In regards to what you were saying about how it looked and how you felt about it, I'm like, for me, I watched it, and I'm like, this is Halo. And I think, personally... To Sean's point as well, the evolution of Halo with Destiny, and I find Destiny's gameplay to be near perfect. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. and then so watching Halo still adhere to because it needs to adhere to the tenets of what Halo is and not really change it, much. It can't alienate. Yeah. Isn't that very interesting? And then what I found also a very interesting choice. I'm just like, wow, there is a sprint function in this game, but you literally move only like. Two percent faster than you are walking. Yeah, to to Avery's point, I was under the impression that there wasn't sprinting in the game. They <laughs> so like the small burst I saw, <laughs> and you know, Halo Five, it had. I mean, like it, it feels a little bit slower than Halo Five, mm. but I will say Halo Five was way clunkier. Is the best I can uh, put it. Okay. I feel like I was. You feel like you were playing a mech. So I mean, hopefully they address that clunkiness and try to find like that, you know, weird mix of. Oh, this is like the original slow Halo versus the fast Halo, plus mm-hmm. the clambering, which is another mechanic, the clambering over things. That was a big, you know, gameplay implementation mm-hmm. back in five. And hmm. they're trying to impress the world right now. And that's, that is a huge task. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, speaking of impressing the world, number eight, this comes from Kotaku. PS5 storage expansion update is more complicated than it needs to be. Well, that's not the segue. That's not, that's not the impressive segue. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sucky, but people need to keep in mind this is the beta. I would hope they would mm. simplify things. Oh, oh, so. Well, no, there are two aspects of this that are complicated. It's the idea that not all cards are going to, uh, SD uh, expansion cards SSDs. are going to be made equal, so yeah. you need to get a heat sink as well, and then there's the actual, hey, you need to take apart your PS5 to install this into it, which is going to be a larger task. Well, I wait, what, but 
Sony did show us at the beginning of last year how to install the SSD, and you just yeah. This is no different than doing it with the PS3 or the PS4, though. All yeah. you need is yeah. an engineering degree and tool sets from Amazon. <laughs> compared compared to the direct competitor, I mean, like it is a more complicated process. Absolutely, you know, Absolutely. like yeah. Xbox and yeah. Xbox partnered with Seagate to make a card specifically for their series consoles. But PlayStation didn't do that. <laughs> and they specifically <laughs> didn't do that in order for there to be, from what I can gather, more competition around the cards. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. No, I, that, that, that is true. That is true. I can fundamentally get a cheaper card for my PS5 than I would be able to get for my Xbox at the exact mm-hmm. same price. Well, like Because the, it's proprietary, so it's pros and cons yeah. of both. Go ahead, Jordan. The the ones that are being marketed by play like in terms in terms of the confirmed compatible the Western Digitals and the Seagates, even the five hundred gig version is more expensive than the one terabyte provided by Xbox for the time being. Like, don't worry. Situationally, we would be locked to whatever pricing that Microsoft does have going forward. But for the time mm-hmm. being, whatever that eight hundred MSS, you know, like the, whatever version of these SSDs you need to run PS5 games off of the card. Though oh, yeah. even the 500 gigabyte versions of the Western Digitals and Seagates are more than the uh, one terabyte version of the mm. Xbox Series X for now. For now, could change, could change. Right. But for now, the list that they're providing us is, and also um, PlayStation saying, if you break your shit, don't send it to us. Good luck. <laughs> That's why we put delete buttons on all of our games we'll when we console. We'll sell ten million more. <laughs> put, put your put your shit. Get your shit to Micro Center. They'll look at it for you. <laughs> PlayStation's like, here, do this. Oh, is it difficult? Buy another console. How about that? <laughs> take, your shit, take your shit to Pandora's Cube. <laughs> wow. A DMV reference. Take it to the Geek Squad at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, steal shit. it. Right. Back <laughs> oh shit! So, so yeah, here's your PS5. PS5. <laughs> this is a PS3 attached to a PS2, <laughs> right? <laughs> With white paint on it. What the hell is it? <laughs> All right. Um, is this, is this white no- <laughs> Number nine. This comes from ComicBook.com. Dragon Age Netflix TV series reportedly in development. Oh. Huh. I wonder if it's going to come out before the actual game. The report comes the way <laughs> giant freaking robot. <laughs> well, shit, Castlevania came out before a new edition of Castlevania video game, so yeah. Mm, mm, you're not wrong. I mean, I think the difference between that is they haven't been making Castlevania games, and yeah. like EA and Bioware are committed to making another Dragon Age game. They teased it like two game awards ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh,. So the the report comes away from Giant Freaking Robot, love that name, and unfortunately, it's light on details, but it claims the series will be based on the first game, at least loosely and at first. I don't I don't even know what that. So like maybe like the means. first two, three out of seven episodes they published for that season are like events taking place or in characters from uh, the first Dragon Age games. Yeah. Or factions or places or whatever. I don't know. Like, hey, here's Estonia. Whatever the fuck they were in Dragon Age. And then they leave it and never come back. We'll see what it looks like when The Rock is a main character. You can only wish. <laughs> Number 10. Uh, this comes from The Verge. Netflix, again, is reportedly developing a live-action Pokemon series. I am all for this one. The network is in early development Ooh. on a live-action Pokemon <laughs> according to Variety. With Lucifer showrunner and executive producer Joe Henderson attached to shepherd the project to a screen near you. For Netflix, a Pokemon show is just another step towards what it sees as its partly game-driven future. I'm actually excited for this, and I'm actually really excited for this because it has a Lucifer showrunner, and I actually I love Lucifer. The show, the show. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. <laughs> I I have never gotten past the first thirty minutes of the Pokemon movie, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. That's yeah. Why not? I. It just lost my concentration. I mean, I, I saw them in the field fighting some Pokemon. I'm like, you know, that it was cool in concept, but I, I just couldn't get through it. I was like, all right. I'm I'm not interested in this, and I don't think it's going to be good uh, for two reasons. <laughs> 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 and he's like, stop it. Stop the production. 
No, like whatever people like. I was I, I was torn when they announced Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. I was very torn on its look. I'm of the mm-hmm. mind you either go and make the Pokemon look like the their design from the, the anime, games, yeah. or mm-hmm. you go completely realistic. They went somewhere in the middle, and for me, most of them look super weird and super like just fucking, like fucking horror food nightmare fuel yeah, yeah. the un- yeah. the uncanny valley is real and then you add netflix's budget this is an hbo where they're willing to give a hundred million dollars for like an episode or some bullshit yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the last of us <laughs> we, this is like you're gonna get maybe a pokemon or two an episode anything else is gonna be like, <laughs> really bad and then like what type like if this isn't Clefairy. an adaptation of the narrative of the games, I'm like, I don't give a shit about the day in the life of people in the Pokemon world. If I want to watch that, I'll watch the fucking anime, dude. Like, come on now. <laughs> I am excited for this because I don't know. Because there's so many directions they can go. They could go the Detective Pikachu route where it's just kind of, there's a story in the world and there's Pokemon in the world. They can go the Pokemon route where there is a main character He's collecting Pokemon for slavery and he's using them to become the champion. Like, I'm kind of leaning What was an asshole's name that the guy that, that led Team Rocket? He had a name, right? Like Mr. G- Giovanni. Ms. Giovanni. Yeah. Giovanni. Yeah. Oh, we, we can have it. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. M. He's called Giovanni because he's an Italian mob boss yeah. called Giovanni. And then Gio is, I want to say, Latin for Earth. So he also was the ground type gym. Yeah. Pokemon, guys. Oh, oh, we can, we can, they could do a show of that and it would just be uh, similar to like fucking, not Breaking Bad, uh, more like Better Call Saul. Breaking <laughs> Bad. Say my name. <laughs> you don't know your audience then if you're doing that. <laughs> you're damn right. Anyways, that is the games yeah. we are. No, that's not the games we've been playing. Shit. All right. Uh, that's what the quick hits are. We're going to actually talk about the games we've been playing. So let's talk about the games we've been playing. Sean, what you been playing? I've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops 4 because that was the uh, one of the free games this month. And oh. man, I really don't remember it being this fucking fast. Oh, yeah. it's it's. Yeah. I don't know if everybody's cheating or I'm just trashing the game. <laughs> I'm really confused. Sean's like, is everyone... Is everyone always this fast? Is it just me? (laughs) (laughs) There's always a UAV up. I feel like I'm the only person ever using a rocket launcher to take out air support. Just... (laughs) (sighs) Um, They're like, look at that noob taking out the UAV. Just run. Yeah, I I deleted it already. (laughs) already. But but I feel like none of my um, content transferred over from when I bought the game originally, so I'm wondering if... um, Did you retain your progress in terms of your ranking? Like only some of it was unlocked. That's really strange. That is strange. They they changed the splash screen when you first load up. Like a lot of things are different in this game. I don't remember, but mm. whatever. Mm. I also have been playing the Google Doodle Champion Island Games, which is uh, mm. they created this in concert in parallel with the uh, you know the Olympics. Right, right, right. And they made a whole ass Japanese RPG. I heard um, about this. Yeah. With like seven different mini games that you could play. I got through about five of them. And they have little mini quests too as well. You know, you're bringing people keys and bottles and lava. And you got to melt snowballs to get here and there. You play this cat called Lucky. And I don't know. It's it's It reminds me of some 16-bit games. You know, I love retro stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to finish it. Why? I don't know. Um, I'm kind of hooked on it. It's really strange. <laughs> we need to do a press X and review on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also have been playing uh, the game. This is the reason that they push back God of War and uh, Horizon. Don't let them fool you. Oh, I've been playing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. The potential game of the year. Oh. Kitten Squad. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> You heard right, folks. Kitten Squad. No, no, I'm joking. Um, I don't know. I was bored one night, and uh, I was just searching through the store. They don't have demos marked as easy as easily as they did in the previous store. But I was I was scrolling through free to play stuff, and I came across Kitten Squad. I looked at the gameplay. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. Yeah, and I load up the splash screen, and apparently, this game is sponsored by PETA. The people for ethical treatment of animals. Yep, that trash. Do they know that the kitten has a gun? 
Um, he's shooting like carrots and shit and tomatoes and other. Like, Peter's not trash, dude. Come on, accoutrements. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a twin stick shooter. Oh, oh, and, interesting. Uh, <laughs> like one one of them, like you're 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 rescuing a whale from captivity. Another one, you know, you're saving the sheep from getting their wool shared off of them. Just okay. Well, as a game. <laughs> <laughs> as a game <laughs> it, it, it has a solid uh, I'd say it's like barely below average gameplay Interesting. Okay. the story is super super pandering and cheesy though it, it's, it's you might as well just uh, throw blood on somebody wearing fur it's, it's that type <laughs> of game where they just they want you to feel bad about animals oh, you know being in the system I see uh, uh, well, I, I may be done playing it I don't know <laughs> Sean, it, it they, just they 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 push back Ken on me. What the fuck? <laughs> what, 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 what I'm gonna do now. I'm about to say, yeah, Sean, it's how you're in a game and drop my guy. <laughs> you know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna go back and finish Breath of the Wild probably before Part Two comes out. I never finished that. Mm, okay, cool. I think that might be a better use of your time than Kitten Squad. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have to try Kitten Squad and figure out if that's a accurate statement or not. Hey, man, it's free. I mean, Fuck it, you know, try it. Oh, it's free. Do they have a platinum trophy? <laughs> it's all bronze, Avery. It's all bronze. They're that, easy to the, get. That, that, then they don't, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, yeah. you release a free game to talk about the ethical people. treatment of animals and stuff, and you don't put a fucking platinum trophy in it? <laughs> yeah. Come on, son. Good question. It's like 12 bronze. Uh, what's the moves that's in there? Strange. Mm. Ugh. I can't flex on fucking 12 bronze trophies. <laughs> this isn't an Xbox gamer score. Oh, good. Hey, wash your mouth. <laughs> uh, speaking of games, Avery, what you been playing? Uh, I've been playing nothing but watching Valorant. That's all I've been doing this week. Oh. I haven't been working, so I've oh. had a full week of free time. Oh, yeah. And, like, I wanted to play games, and I played games that like I've already talked about in the show, and I have nothing to really add. Yeah. But all I've been watching is fucking Valorant. And shout okay. out to your boy Dre, who I'm just gonna say by his name, you can tell what type of dude he is. And <laughs> shout out to you being one of the only black dudes in in Valorant at a high level. Mm, okay, that's what's dang, up. dang, that's good. That's what's up. At first, I was like really annoyed that he called himself your boy Dre, but after a while, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> that works. I, I, I dig it. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan, what you been playing? Um, I've been getting through Death's Door because, like, it's a game that I can't put down for too long because I am not used to games without maps, and I don't have uh, the best memory, so yeah, I will get yeah. lost. I will have to probably refer to a YouTube video to find certain locations. <laughs> but or Prima Games, or Prima Games. <laughs> but um, I did. I did. Be- Why not just go to Game Packs? Okay. But I, I, I did uh, beat one of the first bosses, uh, this um, crazy witch person that turns people into ceramic ware, pottery. Um, oh. One thing I wish the game would do better is the dodging system. Mm. And the dodging system is a little, little different. Um, but... I do like the expansion of projectiles, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. I, I just unlocked fire. Um, Fire's good. The boss fight wasn't like it, it was a good mix of challenge and ease. So I didn't feel like I did feel successful after beating them. Like yeah. this wasn't like, you know, like a Dark Souls level, you know, fucking, you know, two hits, you're dead type thing. But I mean, it, it was four hits, mm. um, <laughs> but it was easy to understand. And what I am seeing is, you know, depending on your setup. You do have some abilities that are more effective to bosses as compared to others. So, oh, but it's not explicitly said that you know you kind of have to toy around with your inventory of tricks and skills and whatever. Right. But one thing, if it doesn't, <laughs> award it should win is music. I'm loving the music. The music really? is very good. I mean, of course, it's like you know, I mean, it's it's a bit tight in terms of the loop, but yeah, the music of this game is very good. Okay. Very good. That's what's up. Um. I've also been playing USC four. The last time we talked about it, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. about to fight the bantamweight champion of USC, beat their ass. That wasn't the end of it. So it keeps going. You have to defend your title, and there is a section within your character profile that is labeled GOAT status. So there's various challenges you have to beat to become the quote unquote GOAT of the UFC. Oh, like defending your belt eleven times. 
Yeah. Um, how many pay-per-views, how many followers you have, money in the bank, consecutive fights and stuff like that. Um, but one thing I noticed is that every fight was there was a longevity meter. And my characters now in their 30s, there was a time when Shorty could knock a fucker out in the first round. That didn't Ooh. happen anymore. Ooh. I'm knocking him out in the second round. And after each round, I'm noticing more and more percentage points given to my decrease in longevity. Oh. Now, I kind of laugh like, ah, she's 30. You know, you get 30, your body starts falling apart. <laughs> Lo and behold, today, when I was at the supermarket, you know, getting some supplies, I'm about to have a little get-together this evening, I uh, got myself a 35-can Sprite. No problem putting it on the cart, but when I tried to retrieve it to scan it, my back exploded <laughs> in the middle of the line. Thank goodness I had a face mask on because I could not even describe the types of faces I was making. And it was a oh, very, no. very gentle walk back to my car. Oh, no. Um, so sometimes you can leave a fight fucked up. As in, <laughs> your, your attributes will be impacted. Like, you'll lose points and have oh, to spend oh. skill points into building back up. Like, whether, like, the, the quote-unquote body um, health, chin health, which is, like, your head, mm -hmm. uh, leg health. You know, like, shit can get reduced. Yeah. So, at a time when my points were going to improving my fighter, now they're fucking sewing shorty back together so I can get the goal <laughs> status. But yeah, one one thing USC four has is presentation. I mean, I, I like the gameplay is great. You know, if you yeah. if you like fighting games, like this is you know a simulation fighting game, mm -hmm. very fun. Even for people that don't like fighting games, I don't, I don't fuck around fighting games at all. But the USC series is very fun. I highly recommend just giving you know the earlier versions a shot before the next one comes out. Okay. Um, That's what's up. So yeah, we'll see if uh, you know Gina the solo Anderson. Um, well, yeah, she'll probably be. I, like once I get ghost status for her, I'm probably done with that game for now. Mm. Um, and then I played the Ascent, which came out on Game Pass this week. Yeah. Um, I think next to Ratchet and Clank in terms of particle physics, this game does them very well mm, in terms really? of um, volumetric atmosphere and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The game is very beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. Character designs aren't too great. You know, a little on the muddy plastic side of things, but you yeah. pulled out so far. That you're not gonna, you know, like it's like it should be too much of a gripe, but I'm still trying to wait for that hook. You know, like the gameplay is fine. You know, maybe it's more fun with people, mm -hmm. but um, you know, I'm just kind of like shooting at these enemies and collecting stuff and crafting stuff, and I'm trying to find out, you know, when it really starts going. Um, and I, I did hear like there was a mid to late game grind to worry about. So, but I, I play RPGs fairly methodically, so I'd imagine I, you know, level up my character enough to be successful in the end but uh yeah we'll see how the ascent goes i'm enjoying it so far i mean i think it's a fine game pass edition and um i think it should hold me over until second Two comes out that's what's mm -hmm. up okay. all right and i will finish this off with a couple of things first up uh, as i was talking about last week gundam being gundam being gundam they finally released their uh third anniversary uh event and it's huge they're giving away free coins they're giving away free mobile suits and i just checked the playstation store website just because i don't i was actually checking it for a ufc but uh i just scrolled down and i see mobile suit gun the battle operations 2 there on the second line so um, you know shout out to them they're making it to the uh playstation store front page but um mm. yeah i gotta go re-download yeah you should you should uh, maybe you shouldn't no, you shouldn't <laughs> you know what i ain't gonna fake <laughs> don't do it <laughs> But um, for those who follow Gundam, uh, they've officially entered the Shars counterattack um, era of Gundam. So that's New Gundam and Sazabi. So New Gundam came out. It's it's a giant suit. It is literally it's literally like maybe a Gundam and a half in terms of its size. So when it crouches it's the same size as gundam standing it's a it's a it's a weird thing but it's it's, it's kind of funny to play as it, because it's just like a giant thing <laughs> anyways that's gundam gundam is cool gundam is great i gotta do my dailies uh the second game i'm playing as i said before genshin impact i'm actually digging into the story now because they are in an event and there is about 16 days left in the event 
and you can get a free character in the event. So I'm trying to get through the story to the point where I could actually participate in the event to get the free character because apparently she's a dope ass character and she does lightning stuff and she has a full on full counter thing and it's pretty powerful and pretty dope. Uh, in terms of the story, I am actually having a fun time with the story and it's, it's weird because I don't know exactly why I just stopped playing the story and I was trying to focus on the character. I don't remember exactly why I, you know, did that. But coming back to yeah. the story, I am having a good time just listening to the dialogue and because everything is is uh is voiced. Everything's voiced. Just about everything is voiced. And you know, they have some funny jokes. They have some um, mature humor. Uh, and it's 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 just a good free time for people who just you know want to sit back and just play something uh you know what sean did you try genshin impact or no yeah we played it together yeah i didn't re-download <laughs> it i was curious as to why the hell you're playing it again but you know right, whatever. yeah so yeah i'm having a good time with that um the last thing isn't necessarily a game that i played was it's kind of a thing that uh i i had a thought about because thinking of, of avery i've been watching tekken evo uh stuff on youtube and I am having a ball so much so I'm kind of thinking about I think I, I have Tekken 7 physical. I'm kind of thinking about like putting that back in the PS5 and um seeing seeing what that's like right now. But uh having a good time with that. It's it's fun watching people at the upper echelons play and shout out to iMusician. He's a Yoshimitsu player and I've watched yeah, I've watched like maybe seven of his fights videos and each of them is just like, this is amazing. This is literally art. This is art in Tekken. It's something that I have never achieved and this guy is a monster. Is Yoshi Bishu, he's, he's Tekken and Soul Calibur? Is he in any other fighting games or just those two? No, he, he, he came from Tekken. He came okay. from Tekken and Soul Calibur because they're also Namco at the time. They were and Namco. They're also in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wait, Soul Calibur and Tekken are in the same universe? Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay, so you know uh, what's it? Uh, Kasumi Mishima, right? Yeah. Kazuya's wife. Yes. She shows up in one of the Tekken games possessed by like some sort of monstrous force. Yeah. That same monstrous force is, I think, Zwei from Soul Calibur 5. It's the same force that he controls. Oh, that just got my mind blown. That's that's wild. <laughs> and then and then there's like it's one of those things where like they're connected in a way that they never really like intersect. Yeah. But they share design elements and like world details. Yeah. Like the I, I'm pretty sure this isn't the same Yoshimitsu. The Yoshimitsu from Tekken isn't the same Yoshimitsu from Soul Calibur. Okay. But his like lineage is descended from that Yoshimitsu. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So it's not just like oh we're just gonna repeat the same character twice. Yeah. It's, it's a different Yoshimitsu, but same. We're not going to see the Soul Edge in the lobby of the Zaibatsu headquarters. <laughs> that would actually be a pretty cool shout out. <laughs> but yeah, like that's that's a cool thing. And I, I'm pretty sure they're not going to do it. But like I also wouldn't want there to be a Tekken slash Soul Calibur game only because they function very differently. Uh, I think hmm. there's not much overlap in the games in terms of the the finer gameplay mechanics and so on and so forth but yeah that's really cool i did not know that um now with that being learned by myself i think that is the end of the cast so we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as you enjoyed making it don't forget to rate and review on your favorite podcasting apps and your favorite youtube channel wink i completely forgot about the annapurna stuff well oh no, you guys you want to do that quick I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? Uh, yes, I, I watched watch it. it. I can. I can tell you that Annapurna continues to make very thoughtful and interesting games in an era where people aren't making those. Mm -hmm. That being said, the highlight for me was Stray, which I was not expecting it to be a like to quote uh, Blessing Out of Your Junior from Kind of Funny. Mm -hmm. It's Last of Us, but you're a cat. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, is that how it's turning out to be? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our uh, quick Annapurna hit. There you go. Um, as I was saying, uh, in case you miss any of this, you can find all the details and more on our website at pressxnumber2start.com. Until next week, when we'll be talking about more gaming news, hopefully not Activision and Blizzard. Take care. Be safe. Be kind. Be nice. Wash your hands and wash your butt. Mm. In that order. In that order. Do it. You know, you know what you do. Yeah. You're all adults.
Peace. Peace. Have a good one.